Hey everybody. Welcome back to Drama, Drama Fiends. Fiends. We are back with another episode for you guys. I am Fiona. I'm Juliana. And, and we are the, we're Drama, the Drama Fiends. Fiends. So this episode is a little different than the past episodes that we have had. Um, in every episode so far, we've had our weekly Drama Fiends News Network. But this week, particularly, was so newsworthy. We felt that we had to do a whole Drama Fiends News Network episode. Yeah, so this is the Drama Fiends News Network news hour. This is like CNN right now. Like, we are bringing you all the news mm-hmm. that you need to know. Everything you need to know. Literally, this is all you need. Yeah. As long as you have this knowledge, then you're good. Get rid of your cable box and just download Spotify and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can hear all the news for the week a week later. Yes. From <laughs> us. It's not current events. It's Here. week long past. It's it's recent history. Re- yes. So events of the past. Yeah. So we'll be breaking down all the news. We'll still start with our fiends of the week, though. Yes, of course. We have to keep consistency. Right. Why don't you start, Fiona? Okay, sure. So, (laughs) (laughs) sure. I actually wrote down two fiends of the week this week. One, I got an iPad. So now I'm officially an iPad baby. No, you Um, are. I have a superiority complex already for having an iPad. Yeah. Even though, like, everyone has one, it's not that It's good. Not in a bad way. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like this might help me get my life together a little bit. I think it's good. But yesterday, what did you text me? You were at your grandmother's house or something. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I couldn't get onto her Wi-Fi and I was so pissed. I was like, okay, like, iPad baby. No, I literally like, was being one. Being but an it, iPad kid It kept saying, like, real. weak security, like, breach of security on her <laughs> Wi-Fi. So, honestly, it was probably for the best that I didn't get into her Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah, network. <probably. laughs> um, you infect, that iPad gets infected within know, one day. Literally just it. brand new, brand spanking new gets the bing virus <laughs> from my grandma's wife it's the bing virus um that's important to the drama fiend cinematic universe no it the really bing is virus. that's terrifying i wouldn't wish that upon my worst no enemy. i wonder if you can get that on an ipad i hope not well i'm not gonna watch anything from putlocker so hopefully i'll be fine i feel like you can't i feel like if there was a way to get that that virus on a mobile device like an ipad or a phone I feel like I would have gotten it by now. Yeah, no, same. So, <laughs> so maybe you can't get that. It honestly is so phone. weird that like phones and stuff are stronger than computers. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to me. make any sense to me either. I don't understand why you never get viruses on your phone, but we do the same stuff. My mom definitely gets viruses on her phone, but she has a, <laughs> she has an Android. <laughs> okay, so, um, but my second fiend of the week is the Netflix documentary called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Um, it's about the FLDS community, which is a type of Mormon community. They like branched off from the Mormons after polygamy was outlawed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I won't go too in depth about it because we have so much news to cover. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But it's, I don't know. I always find things about like cults and like religion so interesting especially this one it's it's really crazy yeah. like i 
I can't believe like people like this like exist on this planet and live in these communities and believe like all that they're told. I mean, of course, if you're like born into something, yeah, you're not going to know any different, but yeah. Well, I was going to say this almost leads into my fiend of the week, although this specific (gasps) book wasn't going to be my fiend of the week, but have you read or heard about the book cult ish? No. Wait, I'm I'd probably it. like it though. I was gonna say you should read it. I forget the author. It's called Cultish, by Amanda Montel, and it's basically it, it's she's like a linguistic. I don't know what you call it. She's like a linguist. Ling- linguist. Ling- linguistics. She does. She writes okay. about linguistics, and so the book is about. It's called Cultish: The Language of Fanaticism, and it's about how people get sucked into cult like things but it mm. uses like soul cycle and like yeah. things in Fandoms. our fandom no i think she talks about that she in probably here. does i think all the drama fiends out there would no, like I this book should, actually i definitely should read that and, you, and it it's i'm oh, sorry i was just gonna say and you definitely should watch that series. Yeah. yeah because it is like you always see like extreme examples of it and you're like that wouldn't be me but then you read a book like this and you see how that type of mind control and stuff is mm-hmm. in our daily lives and how we fall for it. And it's and like cult leaders know how know the type of people that they could manipulate too. like in in the FLDS, um, their leader, which is called the prophet. Um, I'm like trying to think of how to describe this without going so in depth oh, about yeah. it. But he basically had created this other community in Texas that he called Zion. And he would send like the weakest and most like easily manipulated people mm-hmm. there like on purpose. So he oh, could yeah. like, basically brainwash them. Yeah. Well, like, wi- like young like children and like women that weren't taught like half as mm-hmm. much as men were that's crazy yeah it's so interesting it's so sad too Mm -hmm. you know like what happened to especially the women in that community but it is very interesting and Mm eye-opening so i suggest streaming it yeah i definitely am gonna stream it i've been hearing about it more since you first told me you watched it or you start when you started watching Mm -hmm. it and i hadn't heard of it at that point and then yeah the next day i saw it so many yeah same um but it also reminds me of um like I went through a phase where I was really into the Manson girls and yeah. Charles Manson. And I did a project on that in high school. Oh my God. That's <laughs> intense. <laughs> um, but I read um, Helter Skelter is the book that was written by mm-hmm. the prosecutor, the the lawyer who prosecuted Charles Manson. And it's super long, but I read it so <laughs> embarrassingly quickly, like in the middle of the night, because I couldn't stop oh reading God. it. And I was genuinely terrified to like go to sleep that's so scary and i I read it like during covid not even that long ago i was like old Mm -hmm. and i was i haven't read a book that i was that scared of in so long i feel like and i i would shit is so scary yeah but it's kind of a similar it was very interesting to me it's so interesting and then there's another then i read another book about that which really went into the women and examining the women Mm -hmm. and why they did what they did and it was from the perspective of them in prison after and, and it was, was a, a it was real like true? It was a true story it wow. was somebody like interviewed them i forget what that one was called but no it, it's really interesting that is so interesting 
So, Juliana, (laughs) what's my fiend of the week? The reason I said that was kind of connected, that book cultish, is because I decided my fiend of the week this week was going to just be Libby. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Not Libby. So, if you don't know what Libby is, you need to get with the program because Libby is the app that all your local libraries are connected to where you can borrow books and read them as ebooks and i now that it's summer i feel like i'm getting back into reading more which Mm -hmm. i have put on the back burner in my life (laughs) prior but libby is so good people always say I can't read because I like books are too expensive. Get Libby. Uh, no, literally, like, I, don't, I say the same I, thing to people. Everybody can get you if you have if you can get a library card, which is everybody in the country. Mm-hmm. You can get Libby on your phone or your iPad or your yeah. Nook or and whatever. T- your Barnes and Noble Nook. <laughs> <laughs> you probably can get it on your Nook. I actually don't know, but yeah, you, you can def- get it on your well, you Kindle. Can, you definitely, can, you must be able to get it on a Nook. I actually don't even know if Nooks are. I have still no a idea. Thing, I just said that. Kindles definitely <laughs> can, are. You can definitely get. On I your have Kindle. a Kindle, and I always tell people to get a Kindle because yeah. I know, like some people, like me, I don't love like the glare. Of, like, I know the phone. I don't either, but I don't. So I have, have like the paper white Kindle, so there's no glare, and you can like, read like it at that. the beach in peace. And I save so much money. I d- it's actually insane, like the fact that it's. 2022 and it's so easy to get a book from your library Mm -hmm. so easy and like you don't need to buy a book pretty much ever also people don't realize a lot of times they don't sometimes not a lot of times they have a lot of books on Libby but sometimes they'll have a book I want to read and I'll just buy it. Same, like when I wanted to read Wicked and I had to oh, go yeah. on thrift <laughs> they didn't have it on Libby. <laughs> yeah, and then I go on thrift books and stuff. But you actually can request it at your local library and they'll probably buy it for oh, you. Oh, really? Yeah. That's how a lot of times they end up buying new books is if people request it. If I don't know if every library will do that. Damn. Maybe smaller libraries won't. But a lot of libraries will do that for you. That's a great life hack, honestly. Yeah. I did not know I that. I like the biggest public library stand. I like, love the library. Also, just go and get a library card, please, because... Like so, more people get them, and so libraries don't get their funding cut. Libraries are so amazing. Yeah, so cute and peaceful. Mm -hmm. You can just like go there to play around on your computer if you want. You can. Like you you don't have to sit and read or study. You don't. Yeah, just relax. Like have some you time at the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's so it's so calming in there. Every library has good vibes. I feel. Actually, I've been in one library that has bad vibes. Oh. Do are we gonna call it out? St. John's University library. <laughs> Not for me personally. <laughs> no, I feel like that like college libraries sometimes are like they just have bad vibes attached to them. It's just very it's very dark in there. And I, oh. I like I like a light library. Oh, yeah. I like a naturally lit yeah. library. My hometown library has so many windows. It's so so light. And yeah. That one's just like dark and that's why yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love an, a a room in a library mm-hmm. with like big windows. Yes. There was a room at my library in college that people used to call I don't I don't remember what they used to call it now. <laughs> it was like the sunroom or something people used to literally call Aww. it because it had such big windows and it was always sunny in there and I always wanted to get a seat in there. But get Libby and start reading. I'm I always sure. have four books out on Libby at once and then they're all getting like you have four days left to finish this. You have twelve hours left <laughs> well, to finish. I hate this. when it gives me that notice and, and I'm I like I so can't. stressed out. But you can also have things on a hold mm-hmm. you can make wish lists yes it's so it's so good it's like i can't say enough good things about libby 
this one time me and Juliana <laughs> went on a little trip um to Provincetown. Yeah. And I was on my phone or your phone I don't for some know. reason. Maybe looking up like directions on a map, like something extremely innocent. Yeah. And Juliana was like, are you on my Libby? <laughs> like, why are you on my Libby? Like, girl, I'm not on your Libby. I got so offended. And, you know, I was thinking about this. You know why I think I got so offended? What were you reading? I, no, oh. no. It, <laughs> I wasn't even reading anything bad. It was just because I have, like, residual fear from when I used to think people were reading fan fictions yeah. on my Safari you know app. What? I probably triggered you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to. I probably did because <laughs> I, like... Just the thought of somebody on my phone, I'm always like, they're reading my fan fiction. No, I feel Not that, that I had a f- fan fiction open, especially not on my Libby. Also, I <laughs> wouldn't care if you saw fan fiction on my phone at this point. We did a whole episode about it. No, it was just so funny. So now, like, I don't know. Libby always makes me yeah, giggle me too. a little bit just because of that moment. Me too. I got so offended for no reason. It was like, <laughs> why are you on my Libby? I was like, girl, I'm like. She on Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even on my list. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time to get into the Drama Fiends News Network. I think News Hour. Yeah, this this is the whole episode. The whole so episode. buckle up. Yeah. Get ready. If you don't like news, just turn it off. <laughs> just kidding. This is this is fun news. Yeah, we're keeping it light. We're not no. like no, like Absolutely there's a lot not. of scary stuff going on in the world. We're not. All, some of this news might be scary, but not in the way that it will like <laughs> ruin your whole entire week. No, no it's it's all lighthearted. It's lighthearted um, and fun. Yes. And good faith. Maybe. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. So last week, last weekend. Nope. Not this past weekend. The weekend before that were mm-hmm. the 75th annual Tony Awards. Yes. Yeah, so this is our first big news because it was a big moment, of course, as it always is. Every year. Except not last year when it was the fake Tonys. Yeah, and when Aaron Tveit won <laughs> by default. <laughs> no comment. No comment. I'm sure you could hear how we feel about it by the tone of our voice. Though. Right. But it was funny that Ariana DeBose right off the bat at one point said something like, this is our first Tonys since COVID. I'm like, so we're all just pretending that last Tony's didn't As we should. Today. Yeah, no. I guess queen. Yeah, exactly. Queen Ari. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so we just said it, but the Tonys were hosted by Ariana DeBose. And she was amazing. I think she slayed. Oh, I loved, I think she slayed I loved the her house. as a host. Her little mashups. We I loved the mashups. on them. She just did, like, little mashups for different, like, shows, different aspects of theater. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal favorite mashup that she did. Well, the opening was so good like it, it actually really had good. me crying like multiple times yeah it was just different like musicals that you wouldn't mm-hmm. like mash up necessarily mm-hmm. put together i really liked that concept so good it was very fun but she also did a mashup about the actors in a show coming into the audience which oh, is like yeah. our favorite thing ever that was so true i felt so seen so in that moment queen. i was like yes ariana i love that i know because that's something like I always like we always say that when we go see a show mm-hmm. that and we I think we said that on the episode about POTUS yeah we like, did because they came in the audience yeah and the second they did that I was like yep I'm here I'm yeah here. like it <laughs> automatically makes the show go up so much in mm-hmm. my book and also Same. whenever I'm in a show I'm always like 
Oh, I'm feeding when are we to going get in the, the audience. I'm like, when are we? When when does that happen? <laughs> and then when it doesn't, it's so sad and boring. Also, good for her for getting on Andrew Garfield's lap. Oh yeah, as she should. That was a great moment. As she deserved. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same if I was. And the he's host. so cute. Like the way he reacts to everything. He's like, you know what? Andrew Garfield is such a nubbin. Yes, yes. He's such a nubbin. Andrew Garfield would be a nubbin. I would say. And. He's just like so giggly and he's yeah. like getting a little like, flustered. Yeah. <laughs> he's so cute. He's such like, he's such a baby. Like, I don't know. He just feel he like gives me, well, like nubbin vibes. Yeah, nubbin vibes. And every time he speaks, I'm once again shocked that he's British. Like, I, know. I forget every I know. single time. It's true. He's so cute. Because he's, <laughs> I feel like he's not British in movies. He's lot. like, he's never British in movies. He isn't me like no he literally never is i was like me trying to think of a movie he's in <laughs> just kidding i can think of so many <laughs> i know for a second there too i was like hmm. no he really is never british he was so good in tick tick boom he's so good i oh, i literally cried the entire movie me too i could not stop crying same it was just too much for me anything about like rent and jonathan larson just like absolutely yeah makes me so 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 sad i know I feel like he really looked like Jonathan Larson. He did. He did such a good job. He did. He needs to be in more musicals. He, he should only be allowed to star in musicals. I know. Well, he's going to be in a musical. Did I make that up or was that just on Dumois? Wait, is I that honestly true? don't know now that you're saying that. No, wasn't he going to be and, and then he like... Weren't people like th- predicting he was going to be with um, Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, but now it's going to be Jonathan Groff. Okay. <laughs> no yeah i'm fine with that right isn't that what they thought he's yeah. gonna be in that's merrily we roll yes. along yes, at yes, new york yes, theater yes. workshop because now they're saying it's jonathan groff wait i actually forgot that jonathan groff might be in that too i know I that actually, still hasn't been announced my eyes just twitched thinking about i know that. i actually strat- was thinking about it today wait, when is that supposed to happen in the fall we have to be on that the second wait, they announce that too much might be going on in the fall that um, i'm moving no, but they're <laughs> saying merrily is gonna be jonathan groff daniel radcliffe and Lindsay mendez yes that's like that's the last i've heard i like danny rad yeah no i'm excited i think it'll be he's he's also a nubbin he's a nubbin too mm-hmm. Lindsay mendez is good i yeah i like her actually yeah i i went through a phase where i really liked her in like 2015 i feel like during yeah, like <laughs> godspell oh, oh no, when no was godspell that, 2013 that was earlier like 2012 really wow and no she was in well she was in dogfight but also i just was like obsessed with like videos of her singing on youtube for a while no what i don't like her as though alphaba i knew you were gonna say that she just (laughs) falls flat as alphaba i don't think i don't really love her as alphaba either if you don't opt up um (laughs) that's how i I just think (laughs) i don't know that she has enough like grit to her to be an alphaba in my opinion i agree I, we are so off topic right now. We I are talking about the Tonys. I'm also <laughs> so picky about Alphabas. Oh, yeah. Me too. But as you should be, Alpha, like... I know. So many people have played her. It's so hard to, like, not be picky mm-hmm. about it at this point. No, I agree. Anyway, going back to the Tony <laughs> Awards. Um, no, but Ariana DeBose's mashups. I also... My favorite one from the opening was hair and phantom of the opera oh my god that because, sent me into orbit no it really did because well hair is like my favorite musical of all time and then phantom of the opera just the music just 
mm. evokes so much emotion for me for <laughs> no reason because I don't even like like it that much or I love the music yeah yeah but, but I don't like the show like when much. I saw the show I was just like hmm. but I still love the music and yeah, I loved it before the show the music truly hits like you can't I can't even express it literally makes me want to ascend mm-hmm. like when I hear that yeah dun, 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 dun. I I can't even it's like ascension music. It. no it's so <laughs> true so no I really loved that, that when was I amazing when I was listening to it though I was like this is giving six and then i remembered it was written by the six writers oh yeah who by the way were slaying they were slaying the game at the tony they were they were both they both slayed and i was excited that they won best score honestly me too but i was nervous when they won that because i well when they first won that i wasn't that nervous but then other i just thought a strange loop was going to win more stuff and then it yeah and then it didn't yeah but then it did win best musical which i was happy about me too I really want to see that. I know you saw it before it was on Broadway. Yeah, I don't know how different it is, though. Yeah. It was, like, on Broadway. But it looked very similar. The staging at the Tonys, at mm. least, was similar to off-Broadway. But I, I'm sure they changed stuff because they got all those celebrity producers on board. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. So I'm sure it, it's not the same as it was off-Broadway. No. Nothing really ever is. I mean, yeah. things are obviously similar, but yeah. things always be changing. Yeah, but it did look, the staging was the same, really, and mm. the costumes and stuff. That was exactly how I remembered it from off-Broadway. But, yeah, I was I was happy when Six took best I want to see Six. I love Six, honestly. I never got to see it, but, like, I love the music. Mm-hmm. Juliana saw it in London. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. I saw it two times in London. Well... Because I was obsessed with it when I was there. I was studying abroad and it was like, I can't, like it was the soundtrack to my study abroad because I listened to it so much. But also though, it really does remind me of junior year when I think about Mm -hmm. six, which is crazy that it's, I mean, it was in London at that point, but like it just won a Tony in 2022. I know. But we were juniors so long ago I know. It feels like it was so long ago, but I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I felt like six was maybe the best performance. I agree. And I was kind of shocked by that. Me too. And I loved that um, the dance captain had to fill in for Jane Seymour. I know. That That warmed my heart so much. It actually made me cry when they announced that. I I was like, oh my God. I know. Uh, No, six was amazing. I don't know why. Their performance was great. It really was. They started and I was like, they really just they brought it they brought it and mm. i was it's so interesting to me because it's so short the show is so short they don't Which really we do that love. much. yeah but they don't really <laughs> do that much and it's like in a smallish theater broadway theater and then they were they slayed it they slayed the house at the tony yeah and radio city is like the biggest stage yeah. ever it's humongous i know they were i heard people by people i mean like the broadway world message boards Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying that those are people too yeah (laughs) saying that maybe the tonys shouldn't be at radio city anymore Hmm. and i feel that they should because it's like an iconic place but i kind of get what they were saying especially as more shows are more intimate now and there's not as Mm -hmm. much you don't get as much of like even like a Les Mis or a 
I a music know. man a music man like you don't get those spectacle shows as much mm-hmm. now and if you think about what has won best musical recently it's well last year was a strange a yeah well ignoring last year because i don't count it <laughs> before the, what was it um, hades town like nothing before like the band's visit yeah nothing oh, has forgot been, about that year yeah like nothing <laughs> has been spectacle that's one yeah you're right so that just i feel indicates a trend in the tonys that maybe it We've shouldn't come away be on such a big stage yeah i could see that because it's not really representative of the shows then. no and it's they not. get swallowed up in that space mm-hmm. it's just tradition mm-hmm. at that point but i don't know because some shows like you c- they restage them for the tony performance yeah. and they do things to make it fill out the space more but also what i want to see in more tonys in the future are more mashups from the show why did we start just singing one song i know i i I miss the days of a mashup that shows you multiple songs from the show what happened yeah or like i just i also feel like if you're gonna do one song it really needs to be a showstopper yes agreed and i felt a lot of the shows this year didn't do that yeah like the music man sutton foster simply okay, we need to get into the music man say a peep Su- did you, not sing a, they a single sutton note foster up there she said nothing i know meanwhile covid ridden <laughs> hugh jackman <laughs> super spreader hugh jackman <laughs> super spreader hugh jackman sang the whole time and then spitting on everybody giving them covid i know and he looked he, <laughs> he looked, looked ill he looked a mess he looked foolish he did and then they were just we had a bunch of tap dancing which why are we doing that it's 2022 i it's just like <laughs> why, why are we still we tap it. dancing Sun foster is a good tap dancer and she it's tired it's so tired i just felt like they were trying to recreate anything goes mm-hmm. i agree except she didn't sing <laughs> except yeah except worse because she didn't i just don't understand the it logic was a weird choice it. i wonder if they were like not that anybody watching the Tonys would care about this at this point, because nobody cares about this except people who even know that. Nobody even knows this other than people who are fiends about like <laughs> theater, because I just don't know. Like they've gotten some backlash because Sutton, like they lowered the keys of yeah. almost all the songs for Sutton Foster because she's not really a soprano like that role typically is. I do hate when they do that for shows. I know you said you actually I think you'd like I just don't like the songs when yeah, they're sung no, by fair. a high soprano and I heard like the the little bits I've heard of Sutton singing in the show it sounds just like more appealing to my ear mm. in a lower key. That's fair. I just don't I just feel <laughs> like we can retire that kind of soprano singing. <laughs> abolish sopranos like at least like music man style soprano i'm like do we need that anymore no that's fair i like i see where you're coming from Mm. is it fair no it is i just always hate when they change keys of songs it like makes me so mad because i'm like why are you casting somebody that can't sing what is written there are so many people out there that could sing that and you like obviously chose to stun cast to bring money in. I don't know. It just always bothers me. That's how I feel about when they stun casted Tay Diggs as Fierro and lowered oh, yeah. lowered all the keys. <laughs> why did they do that? Like I know why because he was wasn't he with Adina? Yeah, they were married. No, I know they were married, but I'm saying like I think in they the were show. married at that time already. Yeah, 
But like, oh, stop. <laughs> There's so many people that I can know. sing that. It pisses me off. For real. No, I get that. But also, I feel that... No, I mean, I get that. Like, I, like the Evita movie with Madonna. Mm. Like, and people are like, oh, Madonna was Evita. No. She was Evita in a lower key. Yeah. She was not Patty. No. Um, Please. But anyway. <laughs> but... I, I don't know. I also think with revivals and stuff, though, like, let's just switch it up a little. I don't know. No, we don't need that. Fair. Like, and it's not that or, Sutton Foster can't sing, obviously. No, no, she could sing. I, I wasn't know, saying so, that. No, I know. But so I'm <laughs> saying, like, does it matter that she's singing it in a lower key? Because I just think it sounds better. That's okay. And I also <laughs> feel like it opens up possibilities for more interesting casting if you're not married to it being in one key and also like you're making me sound so mean no i, I just said abolish sopranos <laughs> no i said that well i i said it and then you just said it in less words but i said no, retire that you are you are right though it does allow more people to have an opportunity at playing that role but well, maybe we should just stop reviving things like the music man well, I hate the music man, so I don't. I'm not like. I wouldn't mind if they never revived the music man again, but I don't know. I don't no, know. No, that's a very fair point. I also I think, think with like, like in theory, with like transgender actors or something, they could no, bring in like true. more diverse casting with that. But I don't think they should just do it for no reason. Like I would have been, yeah, because I'm a hypocrite. Because I would have been pissed if they had cast. Like in Funny Girl, if they adjusted the keys for Beanie, I would well, have maybe been. Maybe they should pissed. have. No, they should have. <laughs> but I would have been really mad about no, it. No, exa- so. exactly. I guess it. Like honestly, I don't really care. If I they think do that a- in the Music Man because I, I honestly don't care about the Music Man. But I was just saying, like in general, like, yeah. When I think when I think about it happening, like, yeah. Fiero and Tay. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I think it depends about. Like, it depends to me. me on why they are doing yes. it. Because if they're doing it to make an interesting, a more interesting casting choice mm-hmm. or to cast you know uh, somebody that would you know no that's fair and i agree with with Sutton, i feel like there it changes the vibe of her character which i don't mind Mm -hmm. i don't not that i know anything because i haven't seen it and i don't like it and i don't want to see it (laughs) but i also like that's a very but i'm gonna have an opinion about it still (laughs) but i don't think that's why they did it and i think that's what's like the most annoying like i did i don't think they did it to change her vibe i feel like they did really I, we wouldn't know. Like, we didn't see it. Didn't see it. <laughs> so this is just speculation. <laughs> I just feel like Sun uh, Foster as that role get like already gives me a different vibe. I'm because, profusely sweating right now. <laughs> no, I just I don't I know that's fair. because I just feel like what I remember of Marion the librarian from my high school production of The Music Man <laughs> and from like the movie and stuff. There's a movie, right? Yes, because I've definitely there is a seen movie. it. I think I've seen it too. I just feel like she's so demure and like, is she? I don't know. Though, like, I'm trying to remember in my brain and I truly don't remember. I think she is like, she's the librarian. She's just like, "Mm." and I just don't feel like Sutton Foster has that vibe at all. So that's why I feel like it was a different vibe with the casting in general. Well, you know what would have helped though? What? If we saw her sing. Exactly. Yeah, we wouldn't have all these questions right now. <laughs> we wouldn't be debating over absolutely nothing. Can you believe they had Sutton Foster and sh- they she didn't sing one word? No, it was so weird. It was bizarre. And Hugh Jackman sang all like, that. Ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For what? 
<laughs> just to spread his covid literally maybe she had covid maybe That's, she couldn't say okay not to get controversial but do you think he had covid already on the tony day and they covered it up i think it's very possible i think it's very possible we, do, we, we need to do a drama fiends investigation we should we have to go undercover we, we need to figure that out <laughs> we if, need to nance if you're listening and you're in the music man on broadway right now reach out up. <laughs> we, we need Let to nancy do this we'll do a tell-all yeah we're gonna expose this well then no. i guess you won't reach out to us because you still want your job yeah probably. well we'll fair. keep it anonymous yeah true we won't we won't give your identity away only yeah. hours yeah not not to be controversial but the people need to know i just wouldn't put it past that sh- that show just screams corrupt to me it does ever since the 76 dollar oh standing room standing room tickets no so weird we could not possibly talk about the 75th annual tony awards without talking about the spring awakening reunion oh yeah so we did have a performance from the spring awakening cast that cast it just <laughs> that cast has us in a chokehold forever they do but they also i just feel they're just like making this whole broadway season about themselves no they are you know what as they should uh, no because honestly then when they started performing i was like this show is better than all the shows that performed <laughs> tonight so is. far up to that point yes i was kind of shocked that they went with touch me i wasn't expecting that me too i thought they were gonna go with purple summer i thought they were gonna go with literally anything else. Oh. i literally <laughs> would have loved nothing more i know but yeah so it started off with Miss Leah Michelle and Zach Braff announcing the performance. She announced herself, mm-hmm. which we, which is she should. iconic, to be honest. I know it honestly is. But also, the sound of Zach Braff announcing the cast of Spring Awakening at the Tonys is like ingrained in my brain. No, literally. It was like giving me PTSD. I know. I've just, the amount of times I've watched that. That's so funny that they did that. I'm sorry. That they that say. They, no, that they brought him back to announce I it know. again. <laughs> like, that's so random, I know. Honestly. Like, why would he have been there otherwise? No, I'm <laughs> sure he would not have. That's so funny. Because people just know, like, I can hear it in my brain the way he goes, the amazingly talented cast of Spring Awakening or something like that. But I can hear, like, the tone of his voice. No, I feel that. One thing about the Spring Awakening thing that I'm curious about is how much money they paid for that performance. Like how much money? No, like you have to pay to perform even if you're nominated. Oh, really? It's like advertising. But I I like HBO must have paid a lot of money. Yeah. Probably. Because I think because they're trying to have a Emmy's campaign. So mm. I believe that's why they performed in my opinion. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I I do think it was cute. Like in theory, I think they should do that with more shows. I agree. Like I think a it was reunion. fun. Yeah, but I also don't know how it would end up ever happening for other shows because you do have to pay for your slot. The Tonys doesn't just give that out. Yeah, that's why that's you don't see like shows that have closed already, but were nominated. So like Carolina Change mm, was nominated, they but they didn't perform because they would have had to pay. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. That's why when Deaf West Spring Awakening was nominated, there was a GoFundMe to pay for it. 
Because they couldn't pay for it because they didn't have the money because the show closed. Wow. I literally didn't know that. Was that like a known thing? Like on the internet? I guess so. If they the were go like trying to get money. Yeah. But we just were not yeah, we weren't involved in the Deaf West Spring Awakening fandom. No. Which was a large fandom though. I know. We got some comments on our TikTok. We did. About Deaf West. Yeah. We weren't involved in that fandom. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to the stands. But sorry to the stands. We did see it though. We did see it. We did give them our money. We did. Just not for the GoFundMe. Mm-mm. But, but yeah, that performance was, it was a little underwhelming. The Spring Awakening one? Yeah, a little I bit. I had a bit of secondhand embarrassment, I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. I was just like, obviously I love it and I love them yeah, all. Yeah, we I was loved like, it. It just, in my brain, I was like, it was like giving a like cringe. when you're, fr- like when someone graduates from high school and comes and is like now a senior in college and they come back and they think they're so cool mm-hmm. and they come back to your like high school theater department yeah and they're like in their senior year of some bfa somewhere and they're like <laughs> thinking that they slayed and that everybody's gonna care that they're back <laughs> like, <laughs> and then nobody gives a f- <laughs> yeah like it was giving that a little bit to me no i could see that I don't know because I do love it, but no, I literally love it. I'm so, so glad much. they performed. I think I would have felt differently if they sang a different song. Maybe, maybe. I just the energy. I just feel like I don't know. It was just I like just, weird. Okay, obviously, once again, I'm not <laughs> Spring Awakening. The one thing that I like and don't <laughs> on, but like, I just was getting this sense of like they were up there and they were like, yeah. We're doing something so slay right now. No, want to know what really killed me? What? When Skylar and like the swings and stuff came out. Oh, yeah. That sent me for no reason. I know because when that happened in the real reunion concert, it was so good. It was so, so good. But I don't know. Like it wasn't the reunion concert. It was the Tony. It didn't like translate well for some reason. It kind of didn't. I don't know. I also... I mean, if it was up to us, we'd probably have them perform at every Tony's. Yeah, like, of course <laughs> I want to see them perform. And I love Spring Awakening and I have loved this reunion era. The reunion era. <laughs> the best era of my life. Yeah, but there was just something about this spring, the, like, Tony performance specifically where I was like, is this overkill at this point? No, I agree. I agree. We also thought that Lee and Jonathan were going to make out. I full thought. I was like, oh, God, I, I'm how can I keep defending them? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, they went in for a spooch. I was like, I was like, please do not make the out. Cameras, right cut the cameras. <laughs> I was like, please, for me. I would not have put it past them, though. No, I really thought they were going to. I don't know. What did you want them to sing? A medley? Yeah, I wanted a medley. I wanted the exact same medley from yep. the which original Tony's, which I thought they would do. I thought that was going to happen because the way that like Leah walked in I thought onto she the was stage, gonna, I was like, oh, I thought as she was walking, me. she was about to start singing Mama Who Bore Me. And then she didn't. She didn't. And she just went over and was about to kiss she Jonathan. She didn't sing anything. Almost on the lips. No, she didn't sing anything, but she did speak. She did speak. And she did read the teleprompter. She did, in fact, read the teleprompter, everyone. I know people on TikTok are like, She's not really reading the teleprompter. They're like, she has such a good memory. I thought it was funny when the first conspiracy came out back in the day, like 2018. I remember watching the full video (laughs) and thinking it was funny that it was like this conspiracy, like Leah Michelle can't read and Ryan Murphy read her lines to her. But the more I think about it now, 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, she can read. But second of all, yeah. <laughs> if she couldn't read, it would be very sad. No, it would be. Because it would mean that her parents or whoever like put her in shows instead of giving her giving her instead of like they sacrificed her literacy to be a child performer which is giving like that's sad that's sad no it is sad it is you're right it's just not funny i don't think it's funny it was funny when the first video came out i like must have missed that because i I can't believe you missed that until like this year I really can't believe that you never I just didn't you missed know. That. I didn't hear about that. She did, in fact, read the teleprompter. She did. Also, I have to say one thing about the Tonys that pisses me off to no end. What? Which is something that proves Leah Michelle's literacy more than a lot of you out there because <laughs> Leah Michelle posted something with the caption like oh. Jonathan and I at the Tonys, spelled T O N Y S, no apostrophe. Which is how it should be spelled. And a lot of you out there spell it T-O-N-Y apostrophe S. And it's the Tonys. It's a plural of the name Tony. It's not Tony's award. No. It's the Tony. You're saying the Tonys. Like you you say the Oscars. Yeah, like the multiple. Or the Grammys. Like you're not saying the Tony possessive award. Like just get it through your heads that it's tony's t-o-n-y-s if i have to see one more apostrophe i'm gonna lose my mind you know who definitely has a libby who leah (laughs) i bet she does i bet she i want to see her goodreads she definitely reads um a lot of self-help books (laughs) you know what i mean Like, I I could just see her, like, no shade to her, just, like, reading a lot of, like, mindfulness, like, how to be mindful, you know, or, like, about raising her kid. I'm sure she she reads a lot of self-help books. Probably. I could see her reading, like, The People We Meet on Vacation. Yes, I could see her reading that on on the beach. Yeah, I could could see that for her. Yeah, me too. I could see that. (laughs) What do you guys think is on Leah Michelle's Goodreads again? let us know <laughs> okay moving on because we've already talked about spring awakening yeah it. we've talked about spring awakening okay um what other th- let's talk about michael a little bit what- mj mj oh right it's not called michael <laughs> I know. why did i write wrote- <laughs> juliana wrote in our notes for this episode michael flop dot 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 okay <laughs> not mj <laughs> i forgot that it's called mj because I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> okay. Again, we have to say we did not see it. No. And I know a lot of people are saying it's good, but I just don't. I just can't. It's like the principle of it. I can't see it. There's a few reasons why. Mm-hmm. One, I I didn't think we liked Michael Jackson like this. Yeah, I know. Me neither. I feel like he's... With that documentary that came out. I don't know. I just don't know why there's a musical about him at this point it's just like the same old at this point yeah i'm sick of it i'm sick of it as well it's just giving it's giving cruise ship it's giving Mm -hmm. all-inclusive in cancun no it is and i don't know i just don't i don't see that i don't see this musical doing like a 
nuanced portrayal of the complexities of Michael Jackson as a person. And it's just like a jukebox. Yeah, I don't know. Like, does it go through his life? Like, I, I have don't know. No, I honestly have no is. idea. <laughs> if you guys know the plot of Michael, I guess. MJ! <laughs> <laughs> If you know the plot of MJ, Why hit us I up. Calling it that. I'm do I sorry. think it could be exciting, like to tourists to come see? Like that, I feel like that's who I it's guess. for. I, I feel like that is who it's for. Like the right. the tourists of the world coming to see a, a show where they know all the songs mm-hmm. already. It's not but new then, music. I'd rather it be. I'd rather something that's. I don't know. I just don't. It rubs me the wrong way. Like. Also, the performance wasn't that exciting to me. No, I agree. It wasn't. I was just like, what did they perform? And yeah, yeah, it was Smooth Criminal. Glee did it better. I was going to say, Santana Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like 100%. And I guess like, I don't know, it's a good impression of Michael Jackson, but. Yeah, it it was a good impression, I I think. I guess, but also like, how many people out there are doing impressions of things like do we need that on Broadway? In my opinion, no. No. I guess we... Well, sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was just thinking. I was going to say, too, like, you have to keep in mind, I think this was the first year I was really conscious of who the... To- that the fact that the Tony voters are... So many of them are these, like, out-of-town, like, regional theater owners and things like that who vote for things that will tour well mm. because they want to be the ones to make like they want to make money off of them so they want a show that's going to tour well to win a lot of awards and maybe they think something like michael maybe that's why i won a lot of things but it didn't win best musical so and i think that the show that probably of this season was the is the most tour friendly as i feel like we've seen already is six so i I think i'm not surprised it won things even though it didn't win best musical i honestly I thought for a second that Six was going to win Best Me too. After their performance, I really thought they were going to win. I thought it was going that way too at one point. But I also thought it was going to, um, I was about to say Michael. MJ. MJ. <laughs> I thought it was going to MJ at one point too once that started winning a lot of things. I'm glad I went to A Strange Loop. Me too. I think I'm really it's, glad. gives me hope for Broadway. Yes. And I, I wouldn't have been so mad if Six won. No, because I, I do like it and I do think it's cool that it started with two just students mm-hmm. and they brought it to Edinburgh the French festival I'm pretty sure is where it first was performed I think and it was just this kind of small show but I'm glad it was a strange loop and I'm glad it wasn't MJ I agree also what came out of the Tony Awards is that Jennifer Hudson got her EGOT oh true that Good was for her that was cool yeah I'm I'm happy for her. Me too. Anything else? What, what about company? What did you think about their performance and stuff? Um, I thought it was fine. You know how I feel about company? I, I, wish I they like didn't, company. I just... I wish I they know. didn't choose that song. No, me too. I thought it was kind of boring. I thought it was boring as well. It was an uninspired choice. I think I, <laughs> I think they could have done a mashup, first of all. Yeah. Every show should have done a mashup. To be completely honest. I know. Or they should have just done like... I, I know they had multiple performers they wanted to showcase, but mm-hmm. I just... I uh, mean, I, I knew company. Like, we knew that was it was going to win. Oh, yeah. Revival and everything. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't... No, I wasn't... With any of its wins, I wasn't shocked mm-hmm. or anything. 
I just think their performance could have been stronger. I agree. A little lackluster. Mm-hmm. I was extremely, extremely underwhelmed by the Sondheim tribute. Oh, no, I was too. It like evoked no emotion from me almost. I kind of feel the same way, which is I I didn't hate the song choice. And I no, I love Into the Woods. No, I and love I, that song. I know. And I normally Bernadette Peters voice evokes so much emotion for me. And it does like it still did. But no, I agree. What 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 were you going to nothing? I just I just felt like it was so boring and it was hyped up. I really was expecting to like cry my eyes me too. out. And I just simply did not. No, I feel the same way. And I'm surprised it was really just Bernadette. Yes, I wish it was um, more people that uh, have been in his yeah. works. Uh, when I saw Bernadette listed on the performers, I had I was I figured she was mm-hmm. doing the Sondheim tribute, but I thought that it was going to be her leading it and then more i just assumed that me too the tonys would do something huge it was for like that. so small it was like forgettable it was honestly. yeah it really like i i almost forgot about it just now yeah and i think they could have done something really beautiful with more perf- they this is literally the tonys you have so many talented performers mm-hmm. and you have so many people that have worked on Sondheim shows as well that you could use. And I thought there was going to be a performance of like Sunday or something like that. I, like, I thought Sunday was going to be in it too, I thought, which that would have had me crying. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was going to involve a lot of people. Like the man was around for decades. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He I, deserved more than that. Like not to be controversial, but going to Marie's crisis on the night that he died was... That's crazy. Those people, I can't believe you experienced that. <laughs> those people in Marie's crisis that night were doing better Sondheim they tribute. That's who should have been on the stage at the Tonys. No, they honestly could have filmed Marie's crisis and and just broadcast that. Yeah, I was I was very disappointed by that, to be honest. I I, I was let down as well by that. I, I thought it was going to be so much better and so much more it was short and it was one song just bernadette peters singing and i love bernadette peters a lot and i think every she looked great yeah and every time i ever hear her sing a sondheim song it makes me cry basically so yeah i don't know what well, there's just something like off about it i know even if it was just gonna be her it still didn't like resonate for some reason no it didn't it felt like thrown together it's just like nope let's yeah. just have her let's have bernadette sing it and then that was it and let's put a few video clips in the background. Yeah. And they started it off with like this Lin-Manuel saying that thing about his letters. But then did they do anything with that? Mm, I don't think so. They just showed them on the screen. I yeah. Think, and that was that. I was fully expecting like a huge moment. I know. I thought, yeah. I don't know. My, I was going to say my favorite performance, but I really did love Six's performance. Yeah. <laughs> so my other favorite performance from the Tonys was let it burn from paradise square mm-hmm. and jacquina calacongo actually won the tony for best yes. actress in a musical that was exciting it was very exciting i saw paradise square i won the lottery i saw it with my brother and i honestly really liked it i, I know it was i, so I want to see it and i honestly don't think it will stay on i won't like, for much longer i feel bad <laughs> i feel bad too and i after i saw that show i was convinced it was gonna win um best choreography 
Oh yeah, yeah, I know you said. But that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see Mike. I didn't see MJ, <laughs> not Michael. <laughs> We're just spreading. So no, much we. Stuff <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> um, but it the dancing in the show was amazing. It was yeah, I know, so I know you said good. That. And a lot of people, I feel like, have said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. That performance was like she brought the emotion. No, she did. She really did. It was amazing. That's all yeah. I really wanted to say. No, it was <laughs> exciting that she won too. I know, and her acceptance speech was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so powerful. And it was so cute to see the announcers like be so happy for her. And it was just very heartwarming. It I was, was so happy that she won. I was rooting for her. Yeah. I know. You really liked the show. I really I did. And like, do I think there were flaws? Of course I do. But I thought it was really good. And it's like an original idea. And you just don't really see that anymore yeah and now that's probably gonna and close it's definitely and gonna close they won one tony it's not gonna i know survive. and it was really flopping before was yeah. it empty when you went it wasn't empty but it wasn't full mm-hmm. but it definitely was like i was in the rear orchestra like there were a few rows behind me and they were empty like the mm-hmm. rows behind me were empty how do you think like any of the tone like do you think what shows do you think are going to close now that the Tonys have ended? Hmm, or like And what do you think? Cue. I mean, usually only the show that wins Best Musical, I feel like, gets a significant bump. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I feel like MJ and Six both got enough attention yeah. at the awards that I they're going to see a bump too. But they, I mean, Six has been doing well anyway. Yeah. Um. Well, I think Paradise Square is going to close, unfortunately. I do think so. I'm trying to think of what else there is. That's going to close. I'm I sad. Think. I really like it. Yeah. Some of the music was really good. Like, it was a little slow at first, and I was like, damn. I, I was, like, kind of annoyed that I had bought. Well, I won the lottery, naturally. <laughs> as as we do. As we do. And, um, oh, no, Joe, my brother won it. Oh. Oh, really? Wait, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> okay, somebody won it. Yeah. <laughs> and we ended up there. And, um... I was I was kind of like, oh, I wish I didn't like buy these. Like, I don't want to go. But then I really, I'm so happy that I got to see it. Yeah. No, I think, I don't know. I kind of want to try to see it before it inevitably closes. Enter the lottery. I sh- I, I will. Okay. Should we move on from the Tony Awards? Yeah, we gotta we gotta move on. This yeah. is because <laughs> the Tony Awards News Network. I know. But we have so much more to report There's on. There's so much more news. Okay. This. Is something that I don't know how many people this is news for, but for me, this was really major news. Um, they did, in fact, just have a Barbara Streisand Peloton class. <laughs> Not just one class. There's actually three, I believe. What? Well, there's a cycling and then there's a stretching class oh. and then there's oh, yeah. a yoga class. I think you did actually tell me that. So um, if you have the Peloton app, you don't have to have a bike. Like you could just have the app. Oh, really? And it's... You, there's like a certain amount of months you get free and then it's not that expensive, the mm-hmm. app per month. So snatch that up and do the Barbra Streisand ride. I was crying laughing the whole time. I don't know what it was. Like the, like I was like I was Pelotoning to uh, like Papa, can you hear me? And <laughs> like the way we were and it's Barbara just screlting and I'm like slow songs. <laughs> those are two things i never thought would happen like go together barbara and the peloton not that i'm sure queen barbara does peloton i believe it probably (laughs) but i never thought there would be a class i just it just like doesn't even go together to me at all but it's so funny and i was living and i did the yoga actually today so i did 
all three of the classes now so I could report back. Oh, good. And okay, the yoga like makes the most sense to me because it's like most of the songs are slow, but the cycling though, like it really did get to me. You know, I was like out here, I was like, yeah, like don't rain on my parade. I'm going to slay this Peloton <laughs> right now. And But when Papa, can you hear me with on that one sent me the most? And then, I feel like don't rain on my parade is like a good word. No, it song. actually is. That actually is. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that one works, but then it's like, Papa, can you no, hear me? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> but it worked. Like I would do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just wouldn't think enough people would want to do it, would want to cycle, do a cycle class to papa can you hear me that they would actually i know i can't believe there's like such a huge audience for that but there must be why else would they put it up there but i loved the instructor that did it and she was sending me because at one point it was leanne on peloton if any of you guys have peloton and you know her she's a queen and she's british um so i I liked her choker necklace that she was wearing she's like wearing a fit like a barbara inspired (laughs) fit and she's talking about yentl when that song is on and she's like barbara directed produced wrote and starred (laughs) and i don't know why that took me out like just like i know that but i don't know why just thinking about barbara wearing all the hats it's like she wears so many hats i know it's like those memes that's like when it's the same person like sitting in a circle or something and it's like me doing a group project it's like (laughs) or like mark jacob mark by mark jacobs for mark jake you know like those labels it's like me doing a group project that's barbara in Yentl. So anyway, I had to put that in the news because I was dying. I don't know why. Like if this took anybody else out when they saw it on Barbara's Instagram. If any of you guys follow Barbara <laughs> Streisand on Instagram and you saw I, I thought it was a par I thought it was like from the onion. I feel like <laughs> or like <laughs> I feel like this news goes in the same category as Ms. Adina Menzel's clothing line. Yeah, like it's exactly, like very similar. Exactly. Like I was, I thought that was on the onion too. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to our next bit of news, I actually wasn't aware of. Juliana's like in a different circle of the internet than me sometimes <laughs> because I just don't see things. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see this one, but in case you haven't heard, there's, it's not confirmed. It's just a rumor that she's in talks to there's going to be a Joker sequel allegedly starring Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. But the kicker is that it's going to be a musical. (laughs) (laughs) What confuses me is that the first Joker was like a very serious film that won awards, right? Didn't it win Oscars? Yeah. Not that a musical can't win an Oscar because it can and they do. (laughs) Yeah. But why are they jumping to a musical for the second film? No, that's confusing to me. I feel um, like it changes the entire vibe of the Joker. I just don't understand, like, who's going to write the music? Lady Gaga? <laughs> she should. No, I know. She it would should. actually slay then. So maybe that's well, what they have no, in store. No, she shouldn't, actually. I think she should do something else if she's going to write a musical. Yeah, she... But, first of all, she probably shouldn't... Why, isn't she, why is she starring in this? Allegedly. I don't know. I'm, like, confused, but also I think it's kind of camp. It is camp, but what confuses me is that... Isn't Harley uh, Harley Quinn played by Margot Robbie? Like this is she, a different universe, Harley Quinn. They said. Oh, so is the Joker movie like not DC? Like, you know how there's like Marvel and then there's DC. Is this like not? But it's the same Joker. Yeah, Joaquin. Yeah, 
it's still Joaquin Phoenix. I know. I'm like trying to think if that was. But it's not Margot Robbie. But was she in that Joker? No, she she's not in in that one. So it's that one. It's like a different universe. Interesting. I'm reading up on it right now. You know, when people say about things like this is uh, my Joker. Yeah. This is my Joker. <laughs> this actually will be your Joker. <laughs> but it is the Joker, but it's not the Joker. It's only this musical version starring Lady Gaga. <laughs> That's so funny. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. That must mean it's facts. Yep. Well, I don't think it's... I'm kidding. I still don't think it... It is DC, though, which... Whatever, I guess. Maybe maybe Harley Quinn's contract is up. Not Harley Quinn. <laughs> um, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's I, contract is well, up or something. Would Margot Robbie do a musical? No, I don't know she would. She's Barbie. So, I know. <laughs> that picture of Ryan Gosling was killing me. No, it's so funny. That doesn't look like Ken. I think his hair is too light. I don't think he's giving Ken to me, but people were like... What is that going to be... Me. What is that going to be about, that Barbie movie? I have about no Barbies? idea about Barbie. <laughs> I mean, I love Barbie, but I'm confused about it. I don't understand what the plot will be. Is it a kid's movie? Probably not. No, it's not going to be a kid's movie. I'm pretty sure. He had his entire body waxed. For yeah, it looked like it. it. <laughs> 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 I need to stop <laughs> reading Warner Brothers news. Someone was like, um, Ryan Gosling in that picture looks like he would bully me on Fire Island. <laughs> stop. That's true, though. If this Lady Gaga Joker musical happens, first of all, her Oscar campaign is going to be deranged. <laughs> and I I love it. I, I hate that people were like, oh my God, Lady Gaga is so extra in her like House of Gucci Oscar campaign. I'm like, yeah. And then she was snubbed. And yeah, I know. But people are like, she's so weird. Like she, I don't know. People like, just do you always, think? people always have something to say. People always have just to, like how yeah. we always have something to we say. We do, but I, I would <laughs> never say that. No. <laughs> Because I just, people, again, it's like people are, people just, theater kids are, are oppressed. (laughs) No, it's just like, everybody was like, oh, she's being such a theater kid. Like, okay, and? I know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a theater kid? What's wrong with liking something and being passionate? It's like, she's so dramatic. Like, okay. And? so are all the actors and actresses that you love in your tv shows and your movies like shut up i know let her be a little bit dramatic if she wants yeah. to be also she's earned it she has earned it like she was also always dramatic i know that's always. her whole thing that's her whole thing like i don't know what it's her whole shtick so anyway i just i think it would be so funny to see the theater for this movie because who saw the original jokers like men, <laughs> men like gross like incels like <laughs> And then who's seeing Lady Gaga, Joker, the musical? Me. Us. <laughs> like, all those theater kids that you're <laughs> talking on Reddit. No, literally. I honestly, I wouldn't be mad about it. I kind of want to see it. No, I want it. I'll be seeing it for I'll sure. I'll definitely if it see happens. it. All right. Our next piece of news. We're just going to touch upon it because last episode I did talk about One Direction the entire time. Yeah. And we also did talk about Liam Payne's... Um, strange podcast interview mm-hmm. with 
Logan Paul? Which one? <laughs> Wait, no, why don't I remember? Wait, that? Jake Paul. It, which one's like a, a fighter now? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> my dad. It was Logan Paul, right? But this is about one of the Pauls. Okay. My dad like stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel in um, Florida. I don't know which one. And he like called me up and he was like, "There's this like, there's a fight like there's a fight like a planned fight mm-hmm. like they had like a stage outside." And he's like sending me videos. He's like standing next to a Paul, whichever oh my whichever God. Paul is a fighter. <laughs> oh no. I know. Just thought about that. But anyway, <laughs> Liam Payne was on a Paul's podcast. I don't know. Yeah. I, why do I forget now? I feel like Jake Paul is the fighter. Jake Paul's the one who married Tana Manjo. Not for real, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I have no idea. Wait, maybe it's Logan yeah, Paul. Yeah, but when was Tana, <laughs> when, did, when was that video of her being like, I'm on Team Bryce? It was like oh, Bryce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that her? On God. On God. Even the paparazzi team, Bryce. Wait. Is that who it was, Bryce? Yeah. Who was it? Who's Bryce, though? Is Which Bryce? One is that? No, Bryce. Isn't Bryce <laughs> the <laughs> one who dated Addison Rae? Addison Rae. Bryce Hall? Yes. Bryce I Hall? Hate, is that his name? I don't know, I but hate, I figured out which it is, Paul but I has hate a that podcast. One. Okay, wait, Logan. Yes, Logan Paul has a podcast. Jake Paul is a boxer. That's humiliating. He's terrifying. Anyway, so for those of you who weren't in the One Direction fandom in 2012, <laughs> Liam Payne had a girlfriend named Danielle Peaser, and they were together for years, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember yeah, how long. Like it was, it was a was while. And um, like everyone knew the OG girls, like Danielle Peaser, Eleanor mm-hmm. Calder, Perry Edwards. Yeah. Um, so after Liam Payne had his embarrassing interview, yes. <laughs> Daniel Peaser went on TikTok and she like made a TikTok making fun of him, kind of like yeah. shading him. Yep. And then a few days ago, I see an article that Liam and Daniel were spotted together after literally nine years. After nine years, all of a sudden spotted together. It's giving cloud chaser. It's giving... It's really that whole situation is like makes me want to throw up because it's so clout chasey. Like, I know this doesn't mean anything to most of you listening and that's okay. But for them to be spotted together is actually crazy. Like, I can't believe that's happening. Like 2022 truly is the 2012 reunion. No, it actually. (laughs) The reunion tour. No, it really is when you think about it. A lot of things that happened in 2012 are like relevant again. Yeah. And this is one of them all of I a sudden. I guess it's the 10-year cycle. It's the 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. of 2012. I know. Every day I'm like, oh, I miss June 2012. I know. And we <laughs> talk about it every single podcast. But like, maybe it's us manifesting things. I know this isn't really that important news. But I, I was... I was <laughs> no, it kind of is. I was I think. taken aback when yeah. I saw that. I was like, what? And there's pictures. So it's like true. When, I, when she made that TikTok, I was like annoyed i was like okay we get it i know i was like miss girlie's trying to be relevant i know and then she's out with him like yeah, that's so, so make weird up your mind. that's so weird that's the thing is i think people just need to like have a little more conviction and make up their minds on things like don't mm-hmm. talk him and then be seen with him yes like pick one if you're gonna cloud chase in one direction <laughs> pick, pick one way to cloud chase pick one direction she could have did you done a whole ex yeah i did i like that <laughs> she could have done a whole expose i know like if you're gonna do that TikTok, like at least clout chase i would have all the way her. that way but then why are you being seen with him again embarrassing to be honest i know like 
get it together both of them embarrassing in my opinion Def, i agree all and right. logan paul the most embarrassing of all <laughs> yeah <laughs> the pauls both of, the, both of them and bryce whoever and you are and bryce hall yeah is that his name i don't know I, like- I think it is i think so let me google um actually i don't know if that's his name yes it is it's bryce hall okay he grosses me out yeah he's honestly cringe our next piece of news is really sad and we have to touch upon it because we were oh yeah talking so highly of come from away the musical on broadway last episode and juliana did put a little disclaimer in if you were tuning into last episode that it is closing i'm so upset I'm heartbroken. Me too. I really thought that musical was gonna stay on for. I was hoping. A long I had such high hopes. Time. I mean, it did stay on for a while, but it did. I thought it was gonna go on for much many Me more too. years. But I, I really do want to see it again this Me summer too. with Jen Colella when she, she's go. coming back. Let's go. Let's enter the lotto. Let's do it. And then we one last time. We should do like a final. <laughs> we should. goodbye to come from away episode on it. I I love it. Love it. it's definitely one of my favorite things. I mean, we talked about it so much I last know, so time, but. We're not going to go too it's, in depth. But it's one of my favorite things I've seen recently. Me too. Definitely. One of the best shows I ever saw on Broadway. Me I'm too. sorry. I'm, I'm a hundred percent feel that way. I'm like itching to see it again right now. Me too. And if you did not see come from a wipe, see it, please. Yeah. Seriously. Go see it. Such a beautiful, like telling. It really is. That story. And it's, I saw it. <laughs> I'm not talking about reddit <laughs> but i did somebody on the broadway reddit did post like i just didn't really like come from away i don't know if it's because i don't remember 9-11 maybe but people were commenting like and i agree that it's not like about 9-11 no and like, it's it's such a different story than we all know about 9-11 yeah too. it's true but it's it's so much more about just like human connection yeah like i can't it just yes is so beautiful and by the end you really just feel like you're part of the community with them yeah i can't explain do. it and, and I when, keep, when they all go home mm-hmm. to all their different states and countries and it's they like, sing that no, song stay. where they're like something's missing or whatever yes Is it that, actually feels that's like, I'm like going, one of the last songs i've it's so it feels like i'm going home from where are they the nova New, newfoundland. newfoundland yeah it feels like i'm leaving it does oh so it's good. so it's so good i i it. really want to go see it again and jen colella is coming back into the role so mm-hmm. like if you what i i we didn't see it with no. her but i love her so i want to go yeah we gotta see, see it see with her again. because i think that would be a real treat and anybody who can go see it this summer you'll be seeing jen colella in it too so that is you know another reason to go but it's just so good it's like please go see it it's so beautiful before it closes and it is also you can watch there is a, a recording of it it's on apple tv oh Pla- really? apple tv plus yeah i have a three-month free trial because of my ipad oh yeah so you I'll should stream you it. could stream it but <laughs> i i it's not it's good to stream it's still good like it's because it's always good but mm-hmm. it's seeing that show live was so it was good. so good i can't even explain it I'm going to be sad if we go see it and we don't have a box seat, though. I know. When lie. we saw it, when we won the lottery, we had a box seat and we loved we that We love the seat. box seats. We're big supporters of the box big seat, as we've talked about. Big box seat but bitches. For sure. All right. Do you want to take this one away, Juliana? <laughs> oh, okay. One thing that I feel we must break our silence on. 
because we didn't talk about it when it happened, which it only happened a little over a week ago, but we just haven't spoken about it. So for people who don't know, we've mentioned Dumois a bunch of times on this podcast and we are not Dumois supporters no. whatsoever. I actually despise we don't Dumois, like Dumois these days. But what is Dumois? But Dumois is an Instagram account that posts anonymous celebrity gossip. Basically, people send in emails and you may think, oh, what's stopping them from sending, what's stopping people from sending in any email that they made up? Nothing. The answer is absolutely <laughs> nothing. So, and um, sometimes when people send in true sightings, they don't get posted. Yeah, I sent something <laughs> in once, a sighting that we saw and it wasn't posted and it was real. And it was real. We had pics. Yeah. So they, they post sightings. So if people see celebrities places, they'll post that. And then they post like anonymous. Like tips. Tips. It's like, like gossip. Bl- it's like modern day gossip. Right. Girl. But it's also like blind items. It's like blind items where they don't say the name of the person always. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to guess. But there's, I think since TikTok, there's such a trend with this person on TikTok who I'm going to have public beef with at least. I don't know if you're going to be, in- I think you will be involved as well. Oh, not, not, not the other, not, not the one we already have beef with. No, but once <laughs> this podcast blows up, I already, there's a few people that we're going to have public beef with that we decided. Mm-hmm. Well, one, we decided we've already together. started making memes about yeah. it. <laughs> um, there's someone else. I, I don't think I said this one to you, but you know okay. who it is, but there's, <laughs> I think there's, a is tr- it another podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're already beefing. We're already beefing. I think there's a trend. Oh, no, not that one. Oh. (laughs) There's several. There are several of you out there who should be very scared for when drama fiends blows up because we're about to have public beef with you. But okay, I was just saying, I think there's a trend now on TikTok to believe these celebrity blind items. Mm -hmm. For example, this person on TikTok is making it very trendy to be into celebrity blind items nowadays. And so people are taking a lot of it as fact, including stuff that is posted on Dumois when it's just simply not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that being said, it's all hearsay. <laughs> yeah. And it's also stuff that just gets made up. Like I remember back in the day when I was in a fandom and there was um, this site that people would submit blind items to and people would just submit like about people they didn't like yeah and then it would get posted like select like if it was somebody that they just a celebrity they didn't like and it would just get posted and then it would get reposted and then people would take it as fact and it's like some stan just that's made how, that up that's how rumors start yeah it's exactly. like giving telephone <laughs> no it literally is and people take it as fact now so yeah or th- i guess i don't know i feel like it's trendy on tiktok to do that but anyway mm-hmm. that being said i'm about to read one from Duma <laughs> and give validity to it <laughs> gonna give our opinion on who we think this is I, yeah i don't even know no, but I'm kidding. we don't know so there's um this post on dumois it says the pseudonym that it's submitted under is stage left and the subject is broadway backstage bad behavior biohazard edition and the message is a lead actress in a broadway show recently made herself infamous in the community by pulling a truly appalling stunt Backstage, during the middle of the show, she pulled her tampon out and dropped it in her hairdresser's hand. She did not ask or warn the hairdresser she was going to do this. She just popped it out and dropped it in their hand. 
Company management refused to do anything about it because it's her Broadway debut and she doesn't know any better. Literally, what could we possibly say about this? There's not much to say. Besides, it's disturbing. Yeah. If it were to be true. I don't know if it's true or not, but... We'll never know. It does sound like one of those things where, like, people write those, like, tweets and stuff that are, like, I met Ariana Grande at her meet and greet and she <laughs> pulled me away. Like, I don't it's know. Like, it's like the there's a Demi Lovato one where yeah. it's like she called me a whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it sounds like one of those. Or it's like, I went to the Ellen DeGeneres show and she pulled me out back and we heard gunshots, but it was unrelated. <laughs> or like whatever it was. Like one of those. No, it does. It, it sounds too obscene yeah to be true but i want it to be true kind of but <laughs> if that is true that's crazy yeah and disgusting so anyway i just felt we had to break our silence because i feel it comes up a lot yeah and also if you know if you're in the broadway community and you happen to be listening to this podcast <laughs> and you can confirm or deny this rumor yeah, somebody tell slide us into our dms true. please clear this up yeah we want to know but once again this would be a headcanon this is not something that should be considered canon this should be considered ad canon okay breaking news really really quickly i was just on instagram while we took a little bit of a break and there is a video of niall horan at (laughs) harry styles's concert that has just surfaced the internet it has and he is watching harry sing what makes you beautiful and he's just bopping along to the song and singing and it is literally one of the most heartwarming things i've ever seen in my life and i just felt like we had to share that on the drama fiends news Network. no i i agree it actually is very cute it's so cute i can't believe he went to his concert that is that makes me so happy because people you know have a lot of theories about the one direction boys mm-hmm. and how they ended things off yeah And it's very sweet that he's there supporting Harry. Yeah, I agree. All right. That's that's, very cute. That's all I'm going to say about that. A little breaking news moment. That was a breaking news moment. Okay. So we have one final piece of news to share with all of you listeners. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the biggest news of the week. Definitely (laughs) the biggest news of the week. And I feel as though most of you are aware of this news. Uh, Probably. Definitely. But it has been announced that Beanie Feldstein is leaving Funny Girl in September. September 25th. Jane Lynch also leaving the same day. Mm-hmm. So that means six months for both of them. That like since a six-month run, yes. Six-month run. Whether it was Beanie's choice, which I believe it probably was, honestly. Yeah. I don't think they fought. Fi- like, let's not make this worse than it probably actually is. Like, I don't think she was fired. People are acting like she was fired. I don't think she was fired. No. I think it was a mutual decision that it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And it's not. <laughs> we saw this one. Yeah. So we can we actually can, We can speak on it. this one. Also, I we are planning. We're going to do a full episode on Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a lot to, to say about it. Not just this revival, but in general. In general yeah. And we, we want to do a deep dive since it is something that's in the news right now in general funny girl like with this revival Mm -hmm. so we'll we'll do some you know we'll do some tea about the history of it and everything and i'm excited for that episode Mm -hmm. it's gonna be soon but 
no i mean we saw this revival in the front row so we had a really good we had a good view view we like we were in it and it was really not good no, it's <laughs> simply not was bad the bush. it was horrible casting i mean it literally it wasn't nominated for no you anything. you could have watched that whole tony's and you would never have known that a high profile anticipated revival of this show that is for like over a deck for decades like for, like that hasn't been on broadway since the original like since yeah. the 60s so that's a long time it literally made no noise it made no noise i mean it I made mean, it noise, made noise at, it yes. made a lot of noise actually on, but like, not the, the way that they wanted it no. to like not tony noise no like in a in a positive and way the thing is like Beanie was miscast so badly, but so was Jane Lynch, in my opinion. I yeah. thought I saw that and I was like, I hate Jane Lynch. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I just mean like she was really, it was annoying me so, so much that she was cast in that show. I didn't find her funny. I didn't find her a good performer whatsoever in that show. She was just annoying me. And yeah. she wasn't like that like she wasn't she just was miscast like she's not like a jewish mother type no and she was doing it like she was trying to be and it was coming across as like just doing a caricature in my Mm -hmm. opinion which is not good and offensive honestly yeah no it is and beanie (laughs) if you don't have anything nice to say (laughs) don't say it at all i guess no miss girl was a flop (laughs) <laughs> i just don't know like i don't wh- whose idea was that i i have a feeling in years from now there's gonna be some kind of like something that comes out about this because i just don't know who thought it was a good idea i don't know it was just such like miscast it was like- the most blatant miscasting ever and people are saying like yeah she can't sing but at least she can act but she but she didn't her acting was almost like her singing was really not good but the fact that her acting couldn't even compensate for it weighed it worse in my opinion it was just so cringe it was it was cringe and her acting was cringy or she was she had no energy i felt no the only time she had energy was like the last five minutes of the whole show right all of a sudden all of a sudden it came out of nowhere and i was like oh what what is this i was like where did i (laughs) like could you have done that yeah this whole time it just fell so flat and people say that oh it's unfair you're just comparing her to barbara and i don't okay inevitably you're gonna compare anyone to barbara Mm -hmm. that's the last production that's the only version of this that people really know yeah but the problem isn't that she's not barbara and the problem isn't that she the problem's not even to me that she's not as good of a singer as Barbara, it's that she can't like tell a story with her voice. I agree. And there was just no emotion behind it. There was no emotion was behind like, it. And that's the most important thing nasally. in this show. And like, I'm going to sing the worst rendition of people you've ever heard. <laughs> that was the worst part of it. That song. I can't. We should try to save like a little bit. Yeah. We, for our funny girl. We're going to do a real funny girl episode and we're going to be, we're going to not just be sh- the news well that was the first so that was the first news news part one news part one 
was that Beanie and Jane would be leaving. And they kind of announced it in this sneaky way almost where Beanie is coming back from COVID leave. So they announced Beanie's back and you only have 14 more weeks to see her. It was a little weird. And so they were kind of trying to like make it not seem like an announcement that she was leaving so soon, but Mm -hmm. instead make it be an announcement like, oh, you only have 14 more weeks to see her. So that happened. Almost immediately, another piece of news pops up around this particular Funny Girl revival. And what is our news source? Popgrave. Dumois. Oh, Dumois. So I don't know if it started from that Dumois rumor. I know. I don't remember the sequence of events. So, okay. So they announced that that Beanie's leaving. Immediately, like, they should have known, honestly. I don't know if they did this on purpose, but whoever does the PR for Funny Girl should have known. Maybe they did know, but that but people were going to start talking about the replacement immediately. Mm-hmm. And but, and they put on the 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 bottom of this announcement. They're like replacement announcement coming soon. soon yeah. So they either didn't realize that this would happen, or they did it on purpose as a PR move. But I think they did it on purpose. Yeah. So inevitably people are going to start talking about who's going to be replacing. People were talking about who's going to replace her when they didn't even know she was leaving. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So people start talking and then a post comes up on Dumois. Cast a funny girl was told today that (laughs) Beanie is going to be replaced by one (laughs) Miss Leah Michelle. Michelle. And then pretty soon after that, like other articles kind of start coming out about it, about her being in the running or that like they're talking to her about potentially doing this. Nothing says she, nothing, it, nothing, confirmed. nothing says it's confirmed, but it is on like multiple like gossip sites. Right. And even like the New York post, which is pretty reliable. It was on daily mail. It was on daily mail, which is not reliable, <laughs> not but it was on like a couple other like real sites have kind of picked it up as not even saying that she's getting it, but saying that she's in the running. Mm-hmm. So then, Pop Crave on Twitter, which is like Pop- a lot of people's number one source of news. Pop Crave is always starting something. Pop Crave is always starting. <laughs> post it like it's confirmed, and they literally. I think I, they said confirmed. I I think they said like Leah like Michelle, Leo Michelle will replace yeah. Beanie Feldstein in Funny Ground Broadway. So now, of course, Leah Michelle's trending on twitter for three days straight <laughs> if there's one thing that girl's gonna do it's trend on twitter yes she's always trending she's, on twitter anytime she does anything i feel like she trends on twitter for like four days people <laughs> have a lot it's to say also all over tiktok it's all over it's all over tiktok so nothing's confirmed but the broadway world message boards there's been some tea like some people are saying again like we don't know that this is true but people are saying that she's at least they're seriously considering doing that and now i that's why i think like they could have done that on purpose like they knew people were going to start talking about who's replacing beanie and mm-hmm. inevitably like leah michelle's going to be the first person that people will talk yeah, about with and, this revival and, also, and with this show like when beanie was even announced um to play fanny bryce and funny in the revival there were so many posts like oh, Leah Michelle's like crying in a corner. Like, yeah. like still she was coming up. Then. She was trending, not she Beanie. Was, 
exactly yes. and when and when the reviews came out Leah she's Michelle was trending, trending on Twitter again. for no reason. She didn't do nothing. <laughs> and she's trending on Twitter just because Beanie Feldstein got bad reviews. And I just think, so I I feel it's possible that the funny girl, that they are considering having her replace Beanie and they're they're having this rumor spread right now to see what the reaction is. Yes, I agree. And... I think it's kind of telling that nobody's denied it yet because it's it's had a lot of like it's been mentioned a lot like it's been brought up like it's it's been out like people are acting like it's confirmed and nobody has denied it. It's been like a week almost maybe. When did that drop? That was like Thursday I want to say so it's been it's been several days a while and yeah nobody has and nobody's denied denied it. I think it it would be an interesting PR move for both Funny Girl and Leah Michelle Michelle. herself. I think it's a good PR move for for both of them. And it honestly seems like at least on TikTok and the message boards and Twitter that people seem to be happy with the idea of Leah replacing Beanie. People are saying the funniest stuff about it, honestly. Like... I mean, she's been talked about to do this revival or like a revival of Funny Girl for so long. And it's like, if you don't associate Barbara Streisand with like those songs, like you associate Rachel Berry with them. Like it's true. And especially for our generation, Mm -hmm. the fact that anybody in our generation even knows those songs is is mostly because of her. Of Glee. Of Glee. Yeah. So I think... I don't know. And people are like, ugh, but but people won't go see it because like she's a bitch and like people don't like her. But pe- I think most people like don't even get won't give a f- Yeah, I don't People think will so. just be like, "Oh, the girl from Glee who sang those songs, let me go see that." Yeah. I think it will get tickets sold. I definitely think it will, it will definitely get tickets, get tickets sold. sold. People were saying like it's going to be well, so expensive even this if happened she goes on in. Glee. Like Rachel Berry literally was Fanny Bryce yeah. on Broadway. Like it's like Glee in real life. Yeah, like people are people. and Glee just came out on you know came back out on mm-hmm. streaming platforms. People are watching it. Mm-hmm. Like it actually would be it would be the perfect time to it's stunt good timing. cast Leah as this for her. And also, like for Leah, it's good PR in that she'd come in and obviously be better than Beanie. Like nobody is out here saying. Nobody would deny that. Mm-mm. Like everybody knows she'll be better than Beanie, pretty much, unless you're lying. <laughs> unless you're <laughs> like honestly, Which, honestly, there's a lot of liars. There on are TikTok some people lying, but saying that Beanie was good. good. <laughs> I'm sorry, like sorry Beanie, if you're listening. I'm turn sorry it off. Beanie, like I loved you in Booksmart. I'm serious. No, same. But, and Ladybird and Ladybird, but this just wasn't. This wasn't, this wasn't it, it for you, girl. you, and you should have known. Some things are just not it for us. And that's fine. This was okay. not it for you. And so I like I just think like Leah Michelle comes in, basically saves this show. Yeah. <laughs> and is obviously gonna be better than Beanie. And it's like she's set up for success already in that way. Mm-hmm. And also I think it shows for her like a little bit of like humility if she goes into this show as a replacement yes. and she's not going to be Tony eligible Mm-mm. and she can use it as like, she can be nice to people. 
and like maybe use it as like an, a way to rebrand herself. Rebrand herself, and I—I I mean, I think it's. No, sorry. I was gonna say I feel like she's already starting to do that, no, especially with the whole reunion tour. She's clearly doing that. I think. I think she's really. She's been back in the like Broadway mm-hmm. like world recently too, in a way that I think a lot of people thought she was like gearing up for something mm-hmm. like this potentially. So, well, I for one thought she was gearing up for something. I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't know. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I still don't know. <laughs> okay, I actually want to say something on my Instagram close friend story in like April, maybe. Uh, probably no i don't know around the time maybe when the funny girl reviews came out i put on my close run story i predict that we're being primed for leah to replace beanie and funny girl so if it happens just know i said it we honestly have been saying we have been saying that for a long time i honestly think it's gonna happen i actually i'm starting to believe it more and more and another thing that's very important i think in this theory is that funny girl right now the revival is being directed by michael mayer who you've heard us mention on this podcast before because he directed spring awakening and is like good friends with leah still like it seems that they're still close and have a good relationship and he also directed the reunion concert so Mm -hmm. they were together recently for all of this stuff that has just happened and i don't know i think it has so much traction now this rumor that Mm -hmm. it's almost like if it doesn't happen people People are gonna be let down let down because if anything people are living for the drama of it because it's something that people just always thought i think for so long people thought this was like her role leah michelle's Mm -hmm. role to lose basically and then it goes to beanie beanie flops like (laughs) doesn't even get a tony performance no there's not even a funny girl tony performance who performs at the tonys this year Leah Michelle. Michelle. Beanie's leaving in September. <laughs> Who might replace her? Leah Michelle. I just don't know. I I can see I can see it happening. I, I can really see it at this and, point. And people a lot of people are saying, oh, it should be Julie Banco, who's the understudy. I, I think she's lovely. Mm-hmm. I think I mean we didn't see her, we saw Beanie, but But we we saw it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> seen we saw the bootleg. <laughs> yeah. I mean and she's very good. She is. And she's much better she's than Beanie. She's much better than Beanie. I, I actually want to see it with her. Yeah. Like I would be interested to see it with her. But I don't think that she's going to get it full time because I don't think the show will stay open through the holidays, which no. I think is what they're hoping for. So I can see end of September, Leah comes in until January. I could see them doing like an alternate schedule. Like maybe Julie Banco gets like two matinees or something mm-hmm. a week. And... I think Leah would sell tickets through the holiday season for sure. I agree. I think ticket prices will even go up. Don't buy your tickets now. (laughs) I was going to say buy them, but don't. (laughs) Yeah, because we don't want to drive up the price. (laughs) Because we will be there. (laughs) If you want to know some stunt casting that they should also then add is that they should have (laughs) Tina Menzel as her mom. Because... They are very iconic as a mother-daughter duo. On Glee. On Glee and a very believable mother-daughter duo. That would be the like the most insane thing I ever happened. If it did (laughs) or this is another send me like into orbit past It really would. The Okay, wait, here's something I just that I just cooked up in my brain as well. Mm. 
Leah Michelle Act One Fanny, Adina Menzel Act Two Fanny, Ooh. Barbara Streisand Stop. Mrs. Bryce. <laughs> Imagine that would Shut be my up. multiverse of madness. That would be crazy. <laughs> Barbara would never. Barbara would never. And you know what's what will be interesting to see if Barbara acknowledges the new Fanny because yeah. she did not acknowledge. I know, Miss and she Beanie. did not go see it at all. She's so funny. No, no, I don't know. So I just think it would be interesting on all part on all sides. Like, and it would get people really talking about the show again, which Mm -hmm. I think they want because they they absolutely need it. They need it. They're going to close it. And I think if they have, I like, I'm sorry. Like, I think Julie Banco, I'm sure is great. But if they have her as the lead, I just don't think the show itself has enough mojo. Like Mm-mm. it's not going to sell to sell. And I think they they want to last through the holidays at least. And in la- like, I, I just don't think they could have just closed the show with Beanie and Jane leaving and it would have given them an out, but they're not doing that. So that's what makes me think they're they have something some- else cooking. Yes, like, yes. and it's not just Julie Banco, they but they have a storm coming. Yeah. I think that they do. And I think we're going to hear about it soon, probably. I We need to hear about it soon because we simply can't take the waiting mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. We need to know who Fanny is going to be. Who knows? I know. And I just think it would be, I don't, I don't know. I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's clear to me that there's been something brewing with like there's something going on with this i would love to be a fly on the wall me too okay so i guess we'll see where that ends up going sooner rather than later next episode we'll have answers maybe next episode we will have answers maybe by the time this is posted we'll have answers which will be annoying but i know (laughs) that will be so annoying um but i don't think so though i don't think we'll know that i don't think we'll know that soon either but it will be interesting to see what ends up unfolding for sure all right, so thank you for tuning into the Drama Fiends News Network News Hour. Yes, <laughs> plural probably. I know, probably because we end up talking forever as always. Yeah, my iPad thinks I'm sleeping. Oh my I god, I hate that. Yeah, so th- thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you guys have any news that you'd like us to cover, DM us. Please DM us. Please email, email us. us. Like, do something, please. We're begging you. We're begging you guys. for some. DM some emails. We did get one fan comment on we TikTok. We did get a fan comment on TikTok. We should give her a shout mm-hmm. out because we were so happy when we got this comment. Made our day. Made our week. We got a fan comment on our TikTok <laughs> from Nora Rose. Hey, Nora. Hey, Nora. Thanks for Thanks listening. Thanks so much for listening and for your comment that our podcast is so funny. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate it. We really do. Please keep commenting. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody like our TikToks. <laughs> Send them to your friends. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Blow us up. Blow us up. It's time. We're begging. We're begging. <laughs> our ads are just not cutting it anymore. No. Um. No, but for real, follow us on, on Insta and Twitter. We're at Drama Fiends. And on TikTok, we're at Drama Fiends Pod. So give us a follow 
And I hope you liked this news catch up. We had we we had a lot. We figured, you know, we, with the Tonys mm-hmm. and with this funny girl news, yeah, there was a lot, was a lot to, to unpack this week. And so. we have so many more episodes planned that we did push aside for this mm-hmm. <laughs> news network episode. But it was just it was just too much. We didn't want to condense it into like mm-hmm. the first half hour of mm-hmm. our pod. And we, we wanted to especially talk about the Tonys. Yes, we had to. So we just figured we would do this new format of episode and I'm, we'll throw these out you know yeah. every so often when there's a lot of news when there's a hectic week we'll, we'll right. throw it out there all right hope you guys enjoyed thank you for listening <laughs> thank you see you next week bye